For all you lovers of the Beehive State, welcome to the Utah Fan Club Podcast. Where we're spreading the buzz about why Utah is the bee's knees. This western state is quite the hub to learn more. Join with us at the Utah Fan Club. We want to give a special thanks to our sponsor, WaziTech, Utah's premier IT support company. They will help you with any of your IT needs. Go to www.wazitech.com. That's W-A-Z-I-T-E-C-H.com. What's up, listeners of the Utah Fan Club? My name is Ben, and I am joining Steph behind the mic on this episode. And by way of introduction, uh, I am shipping and receiving at Utah Fan Club. I love logistics and everything that there is to do about logistics. And not only the logistics, but also the list behind the logistics. The ability to organize my thoughts, put things down in a logical order, and also cross them off. Progress is measured. Shipping and logistics. And we're grateful to have Ben because we have so much <laughs> shipping and logistics here at the Utah we do. Club. We really so do. He keeps us in order. I just, I, I got to make sure, but but as luck would have it, I was uh, running a little late to this recording, so I'm not so good at my own logistics. <laughs> hey, you know, we all can't be perfect, so. <laughs> and Ben is actually one of the co-hosts of my favorite podcast, Ticked. Oh. And um, so it's really cool to have him here. Sorry, Lieb, if you feel like he's cheating oh. <laughs> on you. <laughs> That's a, his co-host. But yeah, but um, make sure I'm just going to put a plug out for Ticked. It's a really cool podcast. They ask every guest what makes them tick and what ticks them off. So head on over to TickPodcast.com to hear more of Ben's voice. Yeah. And I highly recommend that you listen to episode number 64 because Steph was a guest on the Tick Podcast. And we asked her what makes her tick and what ticks her off. Dream come true. <laughs> no, but but so anyways, it's fun to have you here. And yeah. what are we talking about today, Ben? So today we're talking about the Halloween Howl up at Utah State University. The biggest, baddest Halloween bash this side of the Mississippi. Woo woo! <laughs> we're talking with Rachel Larson. She's the activities director at, at Utah State. And so we're going to place a call here to... Rachel, are you there? Yep, I'm here. Okay. Okay, we're set. Uh, so, Rachel, I don't know. I don't know how much of an introduction Steph provided for you about us, uh, but okay. Steph and I are both Aggies. I finished. I grew up in Logan, and I finished up there. Ooh, many years ago. How many? Oh, cool. In 2010. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, dang. So, so I did. Uh, I did student alumni for several years, and then I did. Uh, I was a graduate student VP just before it was called USUSA. Back when I was on it, it was still ASUSU, the previous yeah, name. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think they got rid of graduate student VP even. Yeah, it's now called a graduate student senator. So they're oh, a part perfect. of the senatorial class. Okay. Or like group. Yeah. And does each college still have their own senator or is that kind of done away with? No, each college still has their own senator. Yeah. Yeah. So many changes. Do you guys even still yep. have Aggie ice cream? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know so much has changed now. They still, they will never get rid of Aggie ice cream. Yeah. So confession, it's been longer since I've been at college than Ben. I graduated in 2008. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Steph, I thought you were like 2013, 2014. <laughs> Thank you for thinking that. <laughs> but no, it's been a while. So, But yeah, we both love Utah State. The years go by too fast. I do. 
I mean, I miss, I miss, uh, like all the activities before we, before we started, well, before we got on the line with you, I was telling Steph, I was like, they just got done with week of welcome. And I was yeah, like, Ben's like homecoming. Out about all of them. <laughs> I was like, homecoming is like mid October. And then she's got the howl right after that. Like, and then you got finals week right around the corner. Like, oh, oh. yeah, it just all goes by so fast. Yeah. Especially when you're involved with, with activities and events on campus, it just seems to mm-hmm. go by even faster. You live on the third floor of the TSC. And oh, yeah. You never leave. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't cool enough to go to oh. the third floor of the TSC, but... <laughs> never, never. I don't believe that for a second. <laughs> but I did work at the Sky Room as a hostess on the fourth floor, so maybe that... Oh, oh yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So... So, Rachel, tell us a little bit about how you first got involved with activities. So, I started off by volunteering my freshman year at the Hall. That's actually originally how I started and, like, knew about USUSA and what they did and all that good stuff. And I loved volunteering for the Howl, but I didn't volunteer for Mardi Gras, which was the next event. And, like, I just went to it as a participant. And then I realized I really liked volunteering and kind of being behind the scenes a lot more. So I was on activities committee last year, my sophomore year, and I just loved every second of being on it. And then I also had a great director and she was amazing. And she's actually now our student events VP. So it's kind of funny. We both, like I took her role and she took on a new role. About two thirds through my sophomore year, I decided to apply for activities director just because I loved being on the committee so much. I thought it would be fun to play a little bit more and have a bit more hands-on experience with planning the Howl and Mardi Gras and all those fun events that we do. And then I ended up getting it. And so here I am two years later and never thought I'd be here, but I honestly couldn't imagine not being a part of it. So it's been great. That's rad. And when, maybe for the listeners of the podcast, when is the Howl? Do you guys have a date scheduled for it yet? Yes. We do have a date. The Howl is October 26th on that Friday. Okay. And what's the time? Is the like I remember it went super late when we were yeah, up at school. Yeah. Yeah. So this year it's going to be from 8 p.m. to 1 a.m. See, and I start Perfect. going to things now. Like I'm done by 8 p.m. So that just shows. <laughs> oh, don't make us older like, than we really are. <laughs> Whatever, Ben. You know it's true. <laughs> so. What are some of the what are some of the events that you guys have squared away ready for the Howl this year? You've got uh well, I mean, maybe I'll provide a little color around years that I was involved with the Howl. We had hypnotist in the ballroom. A oh, that times. was so mm-hmm. much fun. Yeah, we had hypnotist in the ballroom. So my first year I was on the committee for the Howl and uh oh, cool. I was part of like stage crew and like security for the hypnotist. <laughs> and basically I just gotta watch people get hypnotized and it was amazing. And that, like, I felt like people were really getting hypnotized when oh, yeah. I watched it. Oh, there was some crazy antics up on stage. One year I was upstairs in the sky room and they did like this okay. oxygen bar. What oh, was... cool. Okay. They did it up there. That's really cool. Yeah. So they did an oxygen bar where you sit at a bar and you pick a flavor. Like they had all these, mm-hmm. so they had all these like tubes that you put in your nose that like, mm-hmm. like at the hospital where you get oxygen and uh, yeah. you can pick like different flavors. And you can just like breathe in like aromatherapy. It was rad. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> that's so interesting. <laughs> Steph's looking at me like this is so no, I'm bizarre. Like, I'm like thinking, I'm like, where did I? I guess I missed out on the yeah, oxygen like, bar. Like, where was this when 
it to them all. <laughs> yeah. So what are some of the activities that you guys have planned for this year's Howl? So some of them we're still trying to finalize and we're still trying to get contact or contracts through. Um, but we're still going to do some of the same like stuff that people have loved in the years past. Like people love oxygen bars. So we're going to do that again. And there's the airbrush tattoos oh, rad. that people just always love. The animals too, like the reptile room is something that I'm, I'm pretty sure we're going to do again. And then we'll have an act in the ballroom. I mean, we haven't finalized who it's going to be, but it's going to be some type of like hypnotist or magician, just depending on who we like the most, like who ends up just working out the best mm-hmm. and date twice on that. We'll have a performance in like December and international lounges. And that'll be some, I'm hoping to get some type of like acrobatic act for that. And that'll be a lot of fun. And then we'll do some type of other interacting in the lounges too. I just haven't finalized all that Mm-hmm. But those are just some of the things that I'm like thinking and working out and hopefully all of my vision comes true and works out. So Well, I'm I was talking to Ben about this earlier. I was like, normally I'm not like that great at getting like podcast interviews so far ahead, but for whatever reason I like contacted you at the beginning of the school year and I was like <laughs> know if they have everything planned because they just started school so i mean it's september so it's awesome that you have your your rough draft plan but i mean we just want to get the word out there so everyone knows about the how exactly tell us rachel i'm super curious to hear more about the reptile room this is news to me oh okay so they didn't do they never did that when you you went to the howl no i'm too old (laughs) (laughs) okay so that is where there's a guy and he has like all these reptiles, like snakes and I don't know. He brought an alligator one year, I think. Spiders and all that good creepy stuff Ugh. that everybody just loves. And so he just comes and like you can just look at all of his animals. You can hold his animals. You can take pictures. Like people will take pictures with he's got this huge snake that he brings every time. And so people will take pictures of that and kind of just like interact with the animals. And get so, that cool Instagram yeah. picture. Hashtag. Yeah, get that cool Instagram picture. Do it for though. the gram. That's really yeah. what it's all about though. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> I guess, what are you most looking forward to at this year's Howl or what's something that you've enjoyed the most in past years? So I've got like a few acts that we're kind of just like trying to pick between, but I always have loved the people that they put in the ballroom, like the shows that you can just go watch and kind of like take a break from the dance and just spend like 45 minutes to an hour, just having fun, laughing, having a good time at who's ever up there, whether it be a hypnotist or a comedian or a magician or an illusionist or any sort of that, that has always been my favorite thing. To like kind of go and watch yeah and so i'm really looking forward to whoever i finalize for the ballroom that'll probably be my favorite part about it yeah well if you need someone to come in and do some aerial uh, acrobatics uh i'm available <laughs> okay perfect we'll put you on one of like then i didn't know this and you'll you can do draping too oh yes i'm really i'm really good at that it's spinning down uh wrapped in drapes all these secret talents of yours <laughs> i would dislocate a hip <laughs> If that She's changed, like thinking would... you're grandpa now. Oh, yeah, she totally is. Oh, my goodness. 
Um, yeah, I'm like, you only graduated in 2010. That's not that long ago. I know. <laughs> Almost <Whoa>. a decade. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you. Thanks for not thinking it's that long. Um, can you tell us how many years the Howl has been going on at USU? So this will actually be probably about the 40th year. Whoa, that 40. Been going on. Yeah, 40 years. It started in 19... 19- 78 was the first howl that they ever did. Because my mom, so. we were talking about it, and she went to Utah State, and she's like, yeah, I remember the howl. And so it's cool that it has been around for so long that, that students can bond with their parents and be like, oh, yeah, the howl. Yeah. Does, <laughs> yeah do, do people, you remember the experience I had? Yeah, do people want to admit <laughs> that they went to the howl? <laughs> Good point. Um, I, think, I think some people do. I think some people not as much. Um, but... <laughs> Oh, yeah. So it, the Howl used to have a bad rep, but then has it been cleaned up or is it still sort of that? Yeah, so we're trying our best to kind of like get away from that rep because I even remember my freshman year, some people were like, mm, are you sure you want to go? Like, are you sure that's the best idea and all this stuff? And I and I was like, no, it's so much fun. Like the experience of, it's almost like the experience of being an Aggie. Like you have to go to the Howl once. Like if you went to college and you didn't go to the Howl, come on. Um, and so I know the past two or three years, we've been a lot better and a lot more kind of vigilant with making sure that bad things don't happen and bad situations don't arise at the howl because it does, it does have that kind of like iffy wrap around it. And we just like safety wise, do whatever we can. We make sure our volunteers are walking especially in the field house walking around making sure that um people are being safe people everything's going like smoothly and if they see anything bad they're um they're supposed to report it to the police and then the police will step in if anything like that really happens but we haven't at least i know in the past two years that i've done it we haven't had that many instances where really bad things have happened. So I'm hoping that like as time goes on and we get kind of more proactive about things that the rep will kind of be taken away from like this, Ooh, it's kind of like a sketchy dance. Are you sure you want to go? And it's something that is to go with your friends and to make memories and something that is just a fun college experience and something that you'll remember for the good things and not the bad things around it. No, exactly. And and that's the thing. I went in my freshman year and I actually didn't go to the hall again because it was like... Was it traumatizing? <laughs> yeah, it totally was. But I just remember my roommate went dressed as a shepherd. Like she had on her bathrobe and, like, and just like it, the, that shepherd costume did not fit in with all the other oh, costumes. Yeah. But then when my sister was oh, like, oh yeah. yeah, the house totally been cleaned up. I'm like, awesome. Because that's one thing I love about Utah State is all the activities. Like I have so many memories mm-hmm. with dance parties or Neil Diamond cover bands or yeah. bingo or yeah. like poetry and a beverage. Yeah. And so, so I think it's cool that like the how can be another thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's what, that's what I want it to be as, or remember that. Yeah. What are some of the craziest, this is a, this is a question for the group. Mm-hmm. What are some of the craziest outfits that you have seen at the Howl? Oh, like people just I feel like nothing. yeah people like <laughs> literally I saw, basically nothing like people in saran wrap yeah, yeah. like yeah. Saran, saran wrap rolls yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah. that was gonna be mine that was gonna be the one that i was gonna say <laughs> there's always like the group of girls that go as, as firefighters like like slutty yeah. firefighters you know 
Yep. Mm-hmm. That's always one. I'm trying to think what other. Or I saw, I always see a lot of like cobweb looks where they're all in black, but then they've got like a bunch of cotton like stretched across their body. Really? Yeah. So they look like a cobweb. And I'm always like, that's very clever. And that's (laughs) also the kind of. I would not have ever thought about that. That's also the kind of costume you have to, you have to assemble once you're there. Cause in your car, it would like, you would ruin (laughs) all of the. All of the cotton, you know, so like. And I'm just picturing going up to these girls being like, that is a very clever Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, like so, so total confession here. I was never clever enough to come up with my own outfit or costume for the Howl. So instead, okay. I volunteered every year because I was like, yeah. I get to wear an awesome t-shirt that has the Howl logo on it and the theme. Mm. And, uh, and then I get to tell people what to do. And I get to wear a cool Britney Spears headset. Because <laughs> it's the best—it's the best part of the costume is the headset. Oh yeah, and you pretend like you—you you pretend like you're getting important calls on it and stuff. <laughs> Do you still have the headset? Yes. Oh yeah, we still use the headsets for all the events. Oh yeah, Aggie, like campus police, we're always like Ben. You got to calm down. <laughs> They're like, we're not really—we're really not in a ten-nine situation. No, it's like, but we are. <laughs> We are, I promise. <laughs> you just don't know about it yet. <laughs> um, so the HAL, it's not just for students up at Utah State. It's for any students, mm-hmm. right? Oh, yeah. It's for any students. People come across all over the state. I've known people come across, like, everywhere to come to the HAL. So it's not just people from Utah State. It's not just people from Utah. There are people who travel to come and experience the howl. Whoa, that's a reputation yeah. travel for. You got to experience the howl. Yeah. And yeah. I have to tell you, living in the Salt Lake area, like people that I work with uh, have found out that I go to, that I like volunteer to the howl, right? And yeah. a lot of my, a lot of my colleagues have children that are in like senior year of high school and in college. And so they all come to my office and they're like, tell me about the howl. What do I need to know? <laughs> And how do I get in there? <laughs> yeah. And they're like, what What can I do? Yeah. And I'm like, I don't want to be the gateway to this experience. Like, <laughs> but it's good to hear that like you, you're getting more and more of it under control. I don't, I don't want to say that it was never out of control, but it just seems like, like it's, it's becoming more and more cemented in, in its reputation, in its yeah. theme, in its, in its ability to just provide a fun Halloween themed evening for everybody around Logan and, and yeah. around kind of Northern Utah. Yeah. That's what, that's what we're trying to do. So yeah. I hope, I hope it like fully gets there one day. It will hundred <laughs> percent. I, I think, I think the work that you're putting in right now, I mean, you've got two years under your belt where there weren't too many crazy calls, right. But you do have the systems in place mm-hmm. where you 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 do train all the volunteers how to act in certain situations, how to make sure that everyone there is enjoying their time, that they're all having fun. Um, I think this year we'll just continue on that upward trend. I I think I think you're going to do great. Thanks, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. That's a lot of responsibility, though. Oh, it totally <laughs> it is. is. But yeah. you know, I'm ready. I'm ready to take it all head on and see what see what this how brings. Yeah. So you're in. So what's your major, by the way? So my major is human movement science. Yes. Is that so? It's like a it's like a kinesiology major. Yeah. You Form- know what that is formally exercise science, correct? Yes, formally exercise science. Yep. Yeah. 
So that's in the uh, College of Science? It's actually in the College of Education. Interesting. Yes, I did not find that out until about halfway through last year. I thought I was in the College of Science for the longest time. <laughs> oh, and yeah. then I was like, no, I'm in the College of Education. Yeah, that's a great surprise. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, huh, interesting. <laughs> I have I have a question to maybe backtrack a little bit. I don't know. Uh, do you have a th- do you have the theme picked out for this year's Howl? We do have the theme picked out for this year's Howl. And what is it? Is it tied to a song at all? No, it is not tied to a song. Oh, okay, good. I mean, how many times can you just play uh, Thriller over and over again, right? <laughs> yeah, not not many. <laughs> what different lyric from Yeah, what different lyric from Thriller can you throw in there as that year's theme? Um, what's the theme for this year? Circus of Souls. Ooh. So it's going to be kind of based on like creepy clowns. Oh, jeez, oh, yeah. Vision. Yeah, I know. The clown thing that happened two years ago, <gasps> having flashbacks, but. Yeah. Well, in the movie, the movie It came out within the last yeah. year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it did. Circus of Souls. Yep. I like it. Creepy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I'm going to have nightmares. That's what I was going for. <laughs> Me too. I'm like, I, it's so funny because I am not the type of person who likes horror movies whatsoever. Like, they scare me. They give me really bad nightmares. Like, I got to put the lights on and everything. And so the fact that I'm planning, like, the howl and I need to make it creepy and I'm just like, this is, I hate, I hate horror movies. But I'm doing this. And so I'm, with my committee, I'm like, I need your guys' advice on anything that's creepy or horrorish <laughs> because I am I don't know. <laughs> it's cool that you get to create the biggest Halloween party up in Logan. I like know. that's oh, yeah. awesome. That's I a great know. claim to fame. <laughs> what are, it's cool, I'm not gonna lie. So what are some of the ideas that you guys have floating around to make it creepy clown? Like the first thing that popped in my head is that all staff members need to have the red wigs. <laughs> And just to walk around with them on. Oh my gosh, that would be so great. Right? Like, besides just the t shirt, it's like if you're on the Halloween Howl committee or on you gotta staff, have a wig. you got like either the rainbow clown wig, like super <laughs> curly hair, right? Or just like red, or even just the nose. Just the nose. Just wear the nose around. <laughs> I love that. That's or the so shoes. Great. Or or the shoes. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. The shoes are the worst part about everything. Oh yeah. You hear those huge things like walking down the hall. You but that would actually everywhere. be really funny to see You'd someone like with a... their shirt, their headset, and then these big old Oh yeah, these big <laughs> huge clown big shoes. shoes. What are some what are some things that people can expect this year in terms of the creepiness and the circus of souls, I guess that you so put it? Um, and so we're gonna we're gonna try our best to make like the entryway like you're entering in at least these are my ideas. Um, entering into like a circus and then kind of just depending on where we put certain acts, we'll decorate based on like maybe what the act's doing. And then we always have just like creepy pictures everywhere with, um, um, and we'll probably do those like creepy clowns because those just freak everyone out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then there's like, there's an entryway from where you get to the TSC to the field house. And I haven't decided what to put there, what we should do, but I kind of want it to be like some darker light, some flickering, some just like maybe even creepy people popping out. Who knows? Because that is um, a creepy little alley area right is. there. Yeah. And I think if we if we could get some good ideas together with 
what me and my committee come up with, we could do something something to just like freak people out a little bit before they head into the dance. So we'll see what we all think about when we're hammering out those ideas. But those are just a few that I've thought about that I want to do. Yeah. And is the does the dance take place more on the, I guess, is it the basement level, like where the hub was or is? So it's actually in the field house. Oh, rad. Yeah. Okay. So the dance mm-hmm. is in the field house next door to the TSC. And then yeah. the TSC, all three floors are dedicated to like different events or different activities or kind of the, the, the sideshow characters, I guess. Yep. Yep. That's how it is. That's awesome. So how many people do you like get to the house? How many people do you know? How many people came last year? We sell 5,500 tickets and we, we usually sell out. Oh, totally. Yeah, so, that's what yeah. I was talking to my sister who goes to Utah State. Shout out to Cassie. You'll be very embarrassed right now. <laughs> but um but she was saying that like that even if you get tickets, sometimes it's hard to get in. Yeah. There's a certain capacity and I'm not sure off the top of my head what it is, but there's a capacity that's in the field house because the fire marshal we can't have more than that number. So I don't know if it was a problem last year. I can't remember. But, like, once we get to that number, we have to wait for others to leave the dance before we can let more people in. And so that's kind of why we do all the stuff in the TSC. So it kind of, like, breaks it up so that there's some people over there and then there are some people in the dance and not every single person goes to the dance. And yeah. everyone's waiting in line being like, come on, leave the dance. Yeah. I yeah. want to go in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I think that's really smart. I, I I'm kind of of the personality where – I'd be like, who cares about the dance? I want to see all these acts that they have, like over in the TSC. And I would be like, wanting to be in the dance. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Steph's over there, like, busting the groove. <laughs> she's like, she's just fist pumping the whole time. Yeah. Whatever. I have a signature move called turn the butter like the Amish. Oh, it's yeah. Pretty good. Okay. All right. Watch out. Very hip. Yeah, Very dance, hip. dance clubs in Utah. Beware. <laughs> we got Steph churning the butter. <laughs> Yeah, just watch out for her at all the parties now. Just, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, man, that's hilarious. So how big is your committee? I, I, I got to assume that putting together an activity like this with just the manpower, and I guess beyond your just your standard committee, but mm-hmm. also the volunteers that you get just for the howl, what kind of operation yeah. are we running? My committee consists of about 20 people. We talk about the ideas and we do kind of a lot of the preparatory work, get everything together, get everything decorated. And then on the night of the howl, oh gosh, how many volunteers did we have last year? I'm trying to even think. It's a lot. <laughs> Is it a hundred? I don't know if there are that many, but we've got a bunch of extra volunteers that come and help with each of the stations and with everything we've got going on there. And then we've got all of our advisors are there that night. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we've got the whole entire, there's the tech staff who are there who work on all the lights and the sound. And we've got the custodial staff who's all there helping us till the very last second. It takes a lot of people and a lot of manpower to run it, no doubt, but it's worth it. It's so worth it. And then the next day, you're just so tired. I, <laughs> I remember, oh, I mean, yeah. you, you, the howl gets over at one and then you're cleaning. Oh yeah, you're cleaning for a couple hours <laughs> afterwards. Mm-hmm. Some of my like most fondest memories with my friends were cleaning up in the TSC after these events, after Mardi Gras, 
Really? After the howl. Oh, yeah. After homecoming. Oh, yeah. So is it just fun to be in the TSC? Yeah, you just hang out in the TSC. Somebody always runs to Carl's Jr. and just grabs like hot and spicies for everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Not Chick-fil-A. I'm surprised you're cheating on. (laughs) At the time, there wasn't a Chick-fil-A in Logan. I mean, Logan's a happening place now. Man, oh, you can't man. go to Chick Fil A that late anymore. <laughs> yeah, so it's so it's McDonald's. It's that HSM for life. Or sometimes you'll get the the spicy chicken sandwich from from uh, Carl's Jr. and and you know you got your Coke and you just kind of clean, 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 clean. It's so much fun. Oh yeah, clean. So Rachel, have you made a lot of friends through doing these activities? Oh my gosh, most of my closest friends are through USUSA. Like, I honestly couldn't imagine, like, what my life would have been like without all these people and without being a part of it. Like, I just think of all the friends and all the connections that I've made. And if I didn't do that, all the, like, friends, the potential friendships that I would have missed out on. The difference between my freshman year not being, like, I volunteered at one, but I wasn't really a part of it compared to my sophomore year. I just, it was just black and white, the difference compared to just the people I met and the friendships I made. And it's, it's a lot about putting on the events for the students. And then also just the amazing people that you're around. Everybody's just got such great energy just, and it's so fun when you find people who are kind of like on the same level and who feel the same, like love and school pride that you have. Ben's over here yeah. crying as you're reminiscing. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Man. thinking back on his days. It is an emotional time for me. <laughs> No, I, I, everything that you said just totally resonates with me and with the experience that I had. And I got to imagine that you've got a pretty great friendship with the director, uh, student, what is it? Student activities VP. So she's the student events VP. Student events VP. But last year she was the activities director. So you've got two solid years of working very closely with her. Oh yeah. She's one of my greatest friends. Like I would not be in the position that I am now if it wasn't for, just her, the kindness that she showed to me last year and just the guidance and just her love for Utah State too and for the activities that she puts on and just wanting to create such great events for the students. And it's just so amazing that I get to work with her one more year before she graduates next year, which I'm really sad about. But <laughs> it's great that I've been able to work so closely with her and just see like how she progressed and she gets to see how I progress in it. It's a lot of fun, and I couldn't imagine doing what I do without her. So so as you were talking, I was thinking, so when you graduate and you meet an Aggie, it's like instant bonding. Like, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like oh, it, it's like, like Aggies, we stick together. And, and whenever oh, no anyone's doubt. like, where did you go to school? And I'm always like, Utah State. They're like, oh, that sounds like it would be so much fun. And, and so I want, in your opinion, why do you think that Utah State is such a great school? Oh, man, there are so many things I could say. But <laughs> so originally, I am actually from Las Vegas. So I'm not from the Utah area. Hollaback, um, girl. And so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so when I was kind of thinking about where I wanted to go to college, I toured a bunch of schools. And there's just something different about Utah State. Like the moment I just stepped on campus, one, I loved the campus. It was just gorgeous. And then... Uh, the people just were all so nice and just so kind and loving. And as I got here and I got to experience more of college, I just realized how, like, Utah State is 
it's a pretty big school, but it's got a small school feel. And I love that. And I see my friends walking around campus that all, like all the time. And there's just, such, there's just a family oriented feel about Utah state. Like you said, when you graduate Utah state or you see a fellow Aggie from outside of like the school, you just like instantly love them. You instantly have this bond and this connection. And you're like, yeah, go Aggies. And there's just, that's just like that wherever you go. And it's like that on school. And it's just, I've also noticed, especially being in this position, it's just so student oriented. And I've seen other schools in Utah and outside of Utah that they don't have the student events that we have and they don't have things that students can go to and just kind of experience college and just go do something fun on a Wednesday night or Tuesday night, go to high stakes bingo with all your friends. Like a lot of other schools don't do activities like that. And like schools are jealous that Utah state does fun things like this. And I'm like, heck yeah, we're like, we're doing good things and we're having so much fun. And there's just, I don't know. There's just this love that comes with being an Aggie and being a part of Utah State that I don't think I could have experienced and could have felt with my fellow students if I went anywhere else. I've had 100% the same experience. But, I mean, I grew up in Logan, so my whole family <laughs> went to USU. My my grandparents went to USU. And so for me, it's like if I go anywhere else, I'll be disowned. Um, <laughs> You're like, I got to be an Aggie. Like, there's no <laughs> yeah, way. <laughs> there is no other way. And my college experience was a little bit different. I lived at home all all of the four years that I was up there. Okay. Um, but to the things that you spoke of, like the ability, I should say the opportunity for any regular student to get heavily involved, right? Um, mm -hmm. the, the path exists for you there where it's like, you can just be a member of a committee if you want to, or like you've done, like you can be, you can volunteer for one event. Then it's like, actually, I'm going to be on the committee. Actually, I'm going to run the committee. Like that path yeah. exists. That's, that's a very mm -hmm. similar path that I went through involved with activities. And I'll tell you as somebody who's graduated and looking on the other side, like every job opportunity that I've had has come about because of connections at Utah state. Oh. oh, that's so cool. Like because of friends I have from the, from, from USU because of activities that I was involved in because of the people that I met every job that I've had, I'm, I'm on my third kind of career position mm -hmm. post-college and every opportunity has come because of that Utah state family connection, which is what I tell all of my friends. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll be on the road, you know, and I'll see an A plate. I'll see Aggie plates and I'm like, oh. That person's an Aggie. <laughs> and my friends are always like, what is it with you guys? Like you see Aggie plates and there's something about your heart that just wells no, up. It's true. You get so excited. <laughs> I know. It's and I'm so like, true. Like, especially when I see it outside of Utah, I'm like, I don't even, like they're in the car next to me and I don't even know you, but you're like my favorite person ever. Like go Utah state. Like it's just great. Yeah. Oh yeah. But I think like what you're saying, that's just like the campus. It's like, you'll be up on campus and everyone says hi. And it's just, oh yeah, like it's so friendly, mm -hmm. and yeah, it is, and I love that. Like coming from Las Vegas, it was it's funny because I, especially this past summer, I went home for the first part of the summer, and I was actually in New York for another part of the summer. And so, especially when I was in New York, 
And I'm just so used to like being on campus and everybody just goes, hi, and everybody's just so nice. And then you go to a city like New York and you're like, no, nobody is <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nobody. And there's just something so different about being at Utah State. And after New York, I was like, get me back to Utah State. Like, I can't be around. I can't wait to be around my, my fellow Aggies again. Oh, you said it perfectly. That's exactly how I, 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 I want to move back. This is making me want to go to those like, Can I enroll alumni again? lunches like, <laughs> that they do. Yeah, actually, I've got, I've got an alumni luncheon coming up in like a week, like two weeks. So, I mean, it's still, it's the gift that keeps on giving, right? It's, yeah. it's, it really is. The connections you make at USU are some of the greatest connections that, that you'll ever have, really. The minute you're an Aggie, like you're an Aggie for life and you love it and you're proud every single day to be an Aggie. Yeah. I'm sure anyone listening to this uh, isn't Aggie. <laughs> I'm super like, sick of hearing his talk. I'm like crying over here in the corner. <laughs> but I'm glad that we could all have this bonding. Um, I know this bonding moment. Yeah. So Rachel with the Hall, it's on Friday, October 26th. And how much is it for, for students and non-students? So for students, the tickets are going to be $15. And for non-students, the tickets are $25. And where do people purchase these tickets? So if you're a student, you can purchase the tickets at the TSC card office, and it's on the second floor of the TSC. And if you're not a student, you can purchase the tickets online at ususa.usu.edu. Perfect. Sweet. And um, what's your age limit? Ben was wondering. (laughs) (laughs) Creeper. Ben's like, I'm coming back. (laughs) No, legit, if you need someone in a clown outfit to walk around. What what's the kind of demographic of students that you get? Is it kind of a young a bunch of freshmen and sophomores that are going to this? Or is it more juniors and seniors or is it a pretty good mix of all ages? Um, I'd say it's probably a lot of freshmen and sophomores and some juniors and seniors. It's usually people who have never been before a lot of the times. So we get a lot of first time howl goers and then we'll have some people who will come back. But a lot of the times it's a lot of freshmen and sophomores. Yeah. Well, enjoy your time up at USU and Circus of Souls. I'm going to have nightmares, yeah. like just <laughs> gearing up for this mentally. I'm going to have nightmares thinking about the howl. But I mean. Just clowns popping out everywhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I would say Hallmark events during my time at Utah State, participating in the howl, helping out with the howl, helping out with Mardi Gras, um, having fun with with homecoming and with the alumni that come those, those events that you, that feel stereotypical, like, Oh sure. Like every college has this kind of event, you know, um, the way mm-hmm. that Utah state does it, the way that they dress it up. Uh, some of my, I guess, most fondest memories would come from those events. So live it up and you're doing great things, planning this and putting it all together. And although, you know, 5,000 students may not thank you for putting this together, uh, we certainly thank you because it really means a lot. Oh, thank you. I really appreciate that. So I know that oftentimes that work will go unnoticed, but what you and your committee are doing, I think, puts Utah State on the map. I don't do it for the recognition. I just do it because I love seeing the fact that everybody gets to have a good time and just seeing them have so much fun and them laughing and hanging out with their friends and just having a good night to take away from classes and the stress of schools, especially because it's kind of right around midterms is enough. And that's all I need is just seeing everybody have fun is worth every second to me. Yeah. And the chance to wear Britney Spears headset. Absolutely. 
We want to thank Rachel again for agreeing to come and be on the Utah Fan Club podcast for this episode. Um, and everyone, go check out the Halloween Howl. It's definitely an experience, um, something that that is worth experiencing at least once, in my opinion. And I think for you too. Like you went once, yeah, right, Steph. Yeah, yeah. It was a good time. Uh, you can go to ususa.usu.edu and check out the link there. There will be a link there to purchase tickets for the Halloween Howl. And now is my favorite part of the show when we talk about Utah facts. And we're, sp- we're specifically talking about Cache County facts in today's episode. And you are from Cache fa- County. So. I am from Cache County. Yeah, I grew up in Utah. Or, Wow. I am from Cache County. I grew up in Logan, so that's fun. (laughs) So some cool facts about about Cache County. Let's see. Yeah. And Utah State University was originally called the Utah Agricultural College, founded in 1888. Oh. Just pulled that out of my hat because uh, I just love USU. Um, (laughs) So. So during World War II, military pilots trained at the Utah Agricultural College, now considered Utah State University. And also another fact I want to share with you is the second lowest temperature ever recorded in the lower 48 states was at Peter Sink near Logan Canyon. How cold do you think it was, Steph? I don't know. Where is Peter Sink? Have you ever been I there? I don't know. I've never been to Peter Sink. So Logan gets pretty cold. Logan That's does the get thing. Cold. It's There's pretty cold. Winds that come through. Campus. I mean, I felt like it was like negative twenty all the time. Yeah. So maybe negative twenty-five. Oh, close. Almost. Uh, this was minus sixty-nine point three degrees. That's freezing. Yeah. Is that That's like instant freezing. frostbite? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Um, well, and, and Ben, something that I think is cool. Have you ever heard about old Ephraim, the grizzly bear? Yes. I just know they have a lot of old Ephraim pizza around. That's true. Yeah. But so it was 1923 and he only had three toes on his foot, which made him sort of a legend that, and he was roaming around Cache County. Good old three toed Ephraim. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he was killed in 1923. So... Oh. I know. So sad. That's too bad. But the high school up there in Logan are the Logan Grizzlies. Oh, yeah. Because of Old Ephraim. Was that your school? Yep. So there you go. Yep. Well, thanks so much for listening to these facts about Cache County. We found them at ilovehistory.utah.gov. That's the greatest website. <laughs> I must say that I didn't even know some of these facts. So I'm going to I'm gonna go home right now and, and check out more of these Cache County facts. <laughs> See, that's what we want this to be, educational and And fun. entertaining. Yeah. yeah, entertaining. That's the word. So. And as always, thanks for listening, Utah. And head on over to tickpodcast.com to hear more of Ben's voice. We want to give a special thanks to our sponsor, Wazi Tech, Utah's premier IT support company. They will help you with any of your IT needs. Go to www.wazitech.com. That's W-A-Z-I-T-E-C-H dot com. If you love the beehive state, we're here to tell you why it is great. From Lake Powell up to Bear Lake, our scenery you just can't fake. Our number of counties is 29 All with plenty of 
love places you can die This western state is quite the hub To learn more, join with us at the Utah Fan Club Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 